I am feeling a lot better on this month of my supplement protocol. I've found I'm not as hungry, don't crave sugar as much, my hot flashes are all but gone, I have more energy and better mental clarity. I also have more drive to work out which hasn't happened in a while. This is by far the best I've felt in a while. I've even been losing a little weight, which is my goal as well. Thank you for all your help through this process. Christy. I hope you've learned as much as I have from this podcast, this season, and previous seasons. If you've enjoyed it, the best compliment I can receive is a review. In fact, leave a review and I'll thank you for it. Go to drkylieburton.com backslash crack your thyroid code and get the 16-minute thyroid workshop on me. I'm also in need of your help. The concluding episode in season three will be number 100. My goal is to hit 100,000 downloads before the year is over. To help get there and spread the message that Normal Labs really can provide answers, healing, and hope, I'm doing a drawing. Share any episode of the podcast on your social media. Tag me in it and you'll be placed inside the drawing. There will be gift cards with the grand prize being my three-month Detox Done Right kit. We will perform the drawing as soon as we hit 100,000 downloads. Spread the message of healing beyond the diagnosis. Have you ever wanted me to create a personalized supplement plan for you? What if through your normal labs, the labs you already have, you got answers you've spent hours, even days searching Google for? I'd love to help you do that. Go to drkyleeburton.com backslash book and let's get started. This opportunity will be gone forever after Thanksgiving. Yep, it will no longer be available after November 25th. Give yourself an early Christmas present or even gift it to a loved one. Walk through the doors of opportunity before they close on November 25th, right here. drkyleeburton.com backslash book, B-O-O-K. Let's celebrate your success next. Welcome to the Beyond the Diagnosis podcast with me, Dr. Kylie. I have a special friend with me today, a RN out of Oklahoma. She's an RN, but she practices more holistically and with a nutrition health coach. And as we just talked about, has over 15 different certifications. She's going to talk to us today about parasites. And if you're thinking there's no way I have a parasite, you're wrong. Look, Krista, I'm so excited to have you on again. And one of these days we're going to meet in person. October, I think. Isn't that October, the day? October, you are correct. Yeah. So by the time this airs, we will have just come off of our weekend conference together. I'm excited for that. So, yes. All right. Share with us where people can find you and learn more information, especially along the topics of parasites. My main platform right now is Instagram. I am just starting to share some things on TikTok as well encouraged by some other practitioners to share some things there, less censoring these days. So Instagram is a good place because I have a link tree there where you can get to book consultations. Any of the supplements that I share about are all linked there with my practitioner codes. Because as you know, most of the supplements we use, you have to have a practitioner code to order. So I share all that information on there. So LaCrista Odell on Instagram is probably the best place to get the most information. Cool. Go check it out, guys. All right. When it comes to parasites, where do we begin? I think 
the biggest issue I think with parasites is that people don't think that they're an issue here. They're overlooked in Western medicine. Most people think if you haven't traveled to a third world country that parasites can't be a culprit, but that's absolutely wrong. I've seen statistics that show 60 to 80% of people have a parasite. The conference that we're actually going to sell core, they actually say, if you have a pulse, you have a parasite. So they do. Uh, and on some level, there's, there's all different kinds of parasites from tapeworms down to protozoan type parasites. So, and they can be anywhere. I think that's another huge misconception is that they're just in the gut and they can literally go anywhere. And so I think that's the biggest issue in this country is that they're just not recognized as being a problem. Yeah. Parasites, like you said, they just assume, well, I've never been to a third world country. There's no way I have parasites. Well, one, that's a lie. Two, the most common avenue of parasite traveling is our pets, cats and dogs. And three, our water sources. Yes. I don't know about you, but I love drinking water out of the mountains. We go up to 10,000 feet and here in Utah and you find the spring coming out of the mountain. That water tastes so good. Yes. But it might be contaminated in some way. I don't care. I'm still drinking it. Well, I'll tell you that spring water is probably a whole lot cleaner than what people are drinking out of their fridge. It's true. And so my husband actually does water tests for a living. He does home water treatment systems. And so before we got ours, he tested the water out of our sink. And I want to say the number was like 290 parts. I don't know if it's parts per million or however they test for contaminants. And so we switched out our fridge. It was time to put in a new filter. We put, they were like $70 filters that we change every six months on our fridge. And then we tested the water and it was only like 220. So it hadn't gone down much at all. And we did some research and apparently those filters only filter out for taste. So they're not really taking out anything that, you know, could be harming you. It's like including parasites when people say, oh yeah, I drink filtered water from my fridge. I'm like, you're not drinking filtered water. You're drinking tap water from your fridge that is filtered for taste. So that's a really huge issue is outside of parasites, all the fluoride and the chlorine, all of the stuff that they're putting in tap water is contributing to our toxic load because we're showering in it. We're cooking with it. We're drinking it. And so that's a huge, huge source of toxins for a lot of people. My husband and I were looking at some, some property this past weekend. We were told, and we know because it's a rural area, it's on a well water system. Mm -hmm. And I told him, I said, we're going to have to have a very good filtering system Yes, because and he's like, why it's well water. And I said, because there's a lot of heavy metals in the soil and that yep. leaks into the water and it causes major, major issues. So when it comes to a water filtration system, now that we're talking about this, what do you recommend? So we have a whole home system for drinking water. There's two options. Distilled water is the best and then adding back in minerals. So that way you're making sure that there's absolutely nothing in your water. So CT minerals from Cellcor is one that I really love. You can just put a couple drops in your water for people that are dealing with chronic illness and issues like that. I always recommend starting with distilled water. We have an RO system because we know that the system that my husband uses that he sells, he works for eco water. We've looked through and it, it does filter out the radioactive elements, which is a big issue, especially in Texas and we're in Oklahoma. So not that far. And so radioactive elements in the water are something that most RO systems do not catch. 
And Why Texas? So, I, I'm not sure. It's just they have really high radioactive elements in their water in certain parts. And so we have an RO system and that has worked really well for us. And like I said, he tests our water frequently to make sure that it's where it needs to be. People that don't want to invest in a whole home system, mypurewater.com, I believe, has a tabletop distiller so or countertop. It just sits on the counter. And that's a really good one. Or just, you know, even buying distilled water like in jugs. I'm not a fan of the plastic, but it's better than all the contaminants that are in tap water by far. So just clean water in whatever way you can get it, you know, RO systems, reverse osmosis, distilled, whatever, to get those, you know, microscopic parasites, the heavy metals, the chlorine, the fluorine, all the stuff out of the water that we're consuming every day. I'm going to have to look into that. I'll probably have to reach out to you if we end up with yeah. a well water system. Yes. Okay. So besides water, where we can get these places and our animals and cats and dogs and things, when it comes to how do we know if they're affecting our health, what do you use to determine that? Most people have them. What I well, Let's go off Cellcor. Cellcor says if you have a pulse, you have parasites. Yes. I always say like, you worm your animals. Why are we not doing that to ourselves? You know, we're walking. I, I personally walk outside barefoot. I hate wearing shoes. I hate it. So you can get parasites that way. Like you said, through your animals, through fruits and vegetables. Like even if you're cleaning them, you can get it. If you've eaten meat, you've probably contracted some sort of parasite. Our cherry tree has been infected. Yes. The last couple of years. And it makes me so mad because I love my cherries and I sprayed the living daylights out of it this year and they still got in. Like you would open up a, a cherry and it's like this little teeny itty bitty white worm. Oh no. Literally see. Ew. So we're probably getting in our fruits and vegetables and we just don't know it. Yes. So I always say if you're, you know, you're worming your animals like quarterly or with the seasons or whatever, we need to be doing something similar for ourselves. And so right now on my Instagram, this is in August. I'm going to try to do this every month. Do we do the full moon protocol? And so during a full moon, what happens is you have an increase in serotonin and a drop in melatonin. And so this causes increase in parasite movement. And it's a really good time for you to go in and evict the unwanted guests. So, because they're more active during that time. So even if you don't do this every full moon, doing this every three or four months is a really good way to just make sure you're, you're keeping them out. An issue with parasites is we can live synergistically with them to an extent, but they harbor a lot of heavy metals. Like you said, with the heavy metals in the water, they can hold, I can't remember if it's four times their weight or 10 times their weight, but a lot of weight in heavy metals. And so that can become an issue. And they also secrete biofilms and inside those biofilms, they can hide things like viruses and bacteria, the pathogenic forms of bacteria and viruses. And they can, something that lays dormant for a long time may come, become active again, like shingles or Epstein-Barr mono or something like that may become active again. And so the key to keeping that from happening is making sure that you don't have the parasites there so that they're not able to hide the things like the heavy metals and the viruses and all of that. I get a lot of people, I'm sure you do too, 
who have said, you know, they've tackled candida with the nurse practitioner or they've tackled whatever gut infection they think they've tackled with someone else. And I said, well, did somebody go in and clean up the mess? Because it makes a mess. When you kill things, yes. it releases what is inside of them, like the toxins. Yep. And if those are not cleaned up, you're making a mess. It's not getting cleaned up. Yeah. And you can't just do a parasite cleanse. And that's what I try to explain to people is you have to, it's so important to work with somebody, even if it's in like a group setting or make sure you have that support system because everybody's body is so differently when people, some people can cleanse parasites and be absolutely fine. Some people go in and they start releasing these heavy metals and these viruses and they have these herxing reactions or these die off reactions and they get really sick. Well, you need to know what to do. You need to have that support person to help you. And if you do well with the cleanse, you may need to titrate up your dose more if you're able to tolerate that. So working with somebody who can help you through that is really key, but you can't just go in and kill out parasites without dealing with the toxins that it's leaving behind. You've got to clean that up. And I think that's the part that a lot of people miss that can cause issues later on. You're just releasing those things and then you have a whole nother issue. Yeah. With everything, not just parasites. Yes. Okay. You said a moon. Full, full moon, moon challenge. Page. Full moon challenge. Describe to us why the full moon. We, we did a little bit about it, but when people, if they start paying attention to their symptoms and they mm -hmm. feel worse during a full moon, what would that mean? It means you have parasites. So the issue is when people look at a, a list, if you Google symptoms of parasites, you've literally got every symptom out there, everything from chronic fatigue, grinding your teeth, bloating. It could be constipation. It could be diarrhea. It's dairy sensitivity, allergy symptoms, sore muscles, interstitial cystitis, or, you know, bladder spasms, rashes, literally anything could be related to a parasite because there are so many, there's tapeworms, there's roundworms, there's protozoans, there's strongyloides, there's liver flukes. So depending on, you know, your genetic makeup, the way that your body's designed, plus what type of parasite you have, where that parasite's at in your body, you could have any kind of symptom, but paying attention to these symptoms and when they exacerbate, like around the full moon, if they get worse during that time, or if you have something like grinding your teeth or the one that nobody likes to talk about, which is anal itching, which is really bad in kids, but adults get this too. And if this happens worse at night, both of those, that's key for parasites because they are, they're nocturnal. They are more active at night. And the sore muscles is something that I think a lot of people don't pay attention to because parasites can get inside your muscles. They can get inside your liver. They can go, they can get inside your bladder. They can go anywhere. Yeah. That was the next thing I wanted to talk about too, is when, when we go to take these parasite stool kits, Oh yeah, we're missing so many pieces of the puzzle. But before we dive into that last night, I was literally thinking my, my son has these leg cramps, growing pains, I guess. They are really bad sometimes at night. Last night was one of those nights where he's up tossing and turning and crying and, and grabbing at his legs and he just can't hold still because his legs hurt so much. Um, and I was literally thinking to myself all night long, like, is this, is there a full moon outside? I need to know because then I know August what 22nd, I think causing those. <laughs> yeah. So there wasn't, 
So it's a still work in progress. And I don't really know if I want to do anything parasitic on a four-year-old at this point, but that's a possibility. Anyways, that was my story from last night. So parasites, they can be in any tissue. They are very good hiding creatures. Yes. They will thrive in any type of tissue in the body, not just the stool. So when it comes to a parasitic test, do you have any recommendations? No, <laughs> there's just not a good one. Um, there, a stool test, like you said, you're completely missing the mark because you're, most people have heard, I don't know the number you have, your intestines are really long and you're testing a very small amount of stool that came out in one bowel movement and, oh, there's not anything in there. You don't have parasites. That's the worst test on the planet. Yeah. Um, not just know, for parasites, but for just about anything. inside. Yes. Yeah. It, it's just a really bad indicator of what could be going on. So just looking at your symptoms when those exacerbations are, and then people that have recurring viruses, like things they're just sick all the time, or like things they can't get rid of, like they have Epstein bar and they've had it forever and they continue to fight it. Um, they need to look at parasites and see if that's what is allowing that paras- that virus to be there because we're made up of bacteria, viruses, fungi, all these things. But yeah. And if you don't know that, go back and listen to the episode with Dr. Shane Morris. He's yeah. the one that formulates all the systemic formulas. It's coming out. It come, it will come out at the end of August, um, but he goes into the microbiome. Like I've never heard it before talking about how we are full of viruses. We are full of bacteria. We are full of fungi. And those are good things. It's just when they get overgrowing or overtaken. And it was really good. So go back and tune into that and you'll understand this concept. But yes, they are in our bodies. We are fighting them all the time. Your immune system is doing work and it's working well. Yes. In most scenarios. And there's, there's good bacteria and things that are supposed to be there when people are like, you know, E. coli, H. pylori, strep, staph, these are things that we have all the time. But what happens is our toxic load goes up and then these things can morph into a pathogenic form. And that's when we start having problems. And so what's key, and if people are really interested in this, look up the germ theory and you'll probably learn, if you don't know about this, you're gonna learn about it in October. Cellcore is really big on the germ theory. The key to keeping these things from morphing into a pathogenic form is keeping your toxic load down where your immune system can do its job. I mean, just like we were talking about, parasites are very, very, I call them super stealthy. They can hide anywhere. They can manifest in so many different ways that, um, like I said, we can live, you know, synergistically with them, but then all of a sudden they can become a problem. And I think part of the issue is, all disease starts with inflammation and having these things in your body that cause inflammation. That's the problem. You may not have an issue now, but you're going to have an issue later and just keeping our body in that homeostatic state with low inflammation is really key to keeping our genetics turned off. I work online, my virtual program. That's part of what I do is teaching people lifestyle that, that keeps their genetics turned off. Everybody in my family has breast cancer. All the women have breast cancer. Everybody on my mom's side has diabetes and people are going through this list. And, 
And I say 90% of your health is determined by your lifestyle and your environment. There are studies that show that genetics only control five to 10%. And so that's how much control people have over their health outcomes. And when they learn that, it's really empowering. And then people really take control of what products are we putting on our body? What detergent are we washing our clothes in with all the endocrine disruptors and Tide? If you're using Tide and you're listening to this, throw your Tide in the trash. So <laughs> I use Tide. Throw it in the, we're going to have a talk after this. What do you use? <laughs> not Tide. And it's Why is Tide, Tide so different than everything else? Tide has a lot of endocrine disruptors, a lot of chemicals that are really toxic. There are a lot of better options. That is a whole nother conversation. Natural laundry detergents do not work in hard water. So again, if you have hard water, treating your water first, and then you can switch to a more natural laundry detergent, but it's really hard. But that's just contributing to part of that toxic load that we expose ourselves to these things every single day, all day long. And women are the worst, you know, with all of our lotions and our makeup and our shampoo and all the things that smell good. All those things are toxic. Yeah, I took this quiz on Facebook one time, one of those things like, how high maintenance are you? Oh, yeah. And it had, you know, you, you have the makeup, you have the, the nails, the, the eyebrows, and it went on, did all this list. And my total came out to be zero. I didn't have a single one on that list. And I was like, I knew I wasn't high maintenance, but this just makes it sound like yeah. I'm really not high maintenance. <laughs> At the same time, everything on that list was like toxic, 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 yes. toxic. So when it comes to, we literally have to live pick and choose. We cannot live in a non-toxic world. Oh yeah. Yeah. And that's it's why just finding the toxic load down is important. Yeah, it's finding your avenue that you're going to work with. Like, for example, we use the plastic Tupperware in the microwave. People will freak out about that. But if I had glass in my house, it would be shattered all the time. So for now... The Tupperware works. I'm not going to beat myself up about it. So don't beat yourself up about it either. We have to live in life. Just know that like LaCrista said, we may need to do some more maintenance things like a detox. And when I say a detox, don't just do any detox. There are ones that are done right. And there are ones, most of them that are done wrong. Yes. People will always say, well, I've done detox. I've done detox. I'm like, that's great. I'm glad that you were, were making progress in some areas. Let's make sure we do detox right this time. And when I do it in my treatment plans, I always do it last because it, it can get intensive and doing a parasite cleanse can get intensive. Yeah. This Facebook group that her and I are in, we'll see pictures of people and it will be strings of worms in their stool. And it's just, it looks disgusting. So many so, parasite pictures. Yeah. One of the reasons why I haven't picked up on this specific full moon challenge and these other things that Cellcore products have done is because I do a lot of DIY things. I teach people how to take care of them themselves. And I don't feel comfortable having people do a Cellcore parasite cleanse on their own. Get into your full moon challenge where you have the support yeah. that you need and make sure that you're doing it the right way and not just making a bigger mess at the end of it. Yeah. And I put people in a group and we do it together. And so that way, if they do have questions or need support, there are people there to help them through that. Because 
I think people like what your goal is, is to teach people how to be able to take care of these things on their own. You can eventually get to that place where it's just part of your normal life to do these things a couple times a year and you know what to expect. But in the beginning, it is definitely a learning process. And that's when you need somebody to kind of hold your hand and walk you through it. As far as testing goes, everybody wants to know, how do I know if they're affecting me? Because they're in us. It's just a matter of, are they affecting you and your health? I like to use the regular blood work. So those of you listening, and and LaKrista knows this because I blast this all over the practitioner side of things when I teach it. But (laughs) that's, (laughs) yes, the CBC is gold. You all have a CBC practitioners. If you're listening and you're not ordering a CBC on every single patient that comes through, you're missing huge puzzle pieces. Yes. Big time puzzle pieces inside that CBC, the regular blood test that we all take. It must be a CBC with diff. That means that there's five markers that are included in this differential portion of the CBC that are required to get a full spectrum of what's going on, especially when it comes to infections and parasites are at a type of infection. So inside that differential portion, those five markers are neutrophils, lymphocytes, monocytes, eosinophils, and basophils. I don't talk much about the eosinophils and basophils we're going to right now. Those two are your parasite indicators. So if eosinophils are over 3% or your basophils are over 1%, parasites are doing some work inside your body and you need to take care of them before anything else is going to heal. Right? Right. That's the way I use as far as a test is concerned. Otherwise, if you want to be more proactive and just know that this is a part of my story, I've got a patient right now I'm thinking of, she's tried everything under the sun except for this. And I think a full moon challenge would be a fantastic way for her to get started in a different direction that could definitely help. The other factor too, when I always think about parasites and chronic illnesses in general is what's the environment like? Yeah. I had one person who she did the six months. I set her up with a six month plan based off of her labs, based off of the numbers and how she felt that should have worked perfectly. It should have worked perfectly. She didn't feel a bit of a difference. So after communicating back and forth with her, I learned that her basement is leaking water. Oh no. Water in her basement. And I said, well, that sucks because we've done everything physically correct. But every time you do something physical with treatment, you go back to, or you stay in your environment and that's, what's making you sick. And then she gave me a million and a half excuses on why she couldn't move. And I said, well, I'm then you're just going to have to live the way you're living and no physical treatment, no medicine, no supplement is ever going to fix that. And that's what I tell people when they have mold issues is pay attention. If you feel better when you leave home, like, do you wake up feeling bad and then you go to work, you feel okay. And then you're worse when you come back. And I have a client and I take care of her and her kids and they camp a lot. And she's like, we always feel better when we're camping. And I was like, ding, ding, ding. you feel better when you're not at home. And we had suspected mold and she had already mentioned it. They've all got sinus issues and allergy issues. And I think that we finally nailed down that that's what she's got going on. So, and like I said, that's part of what 
I do in the six month program is teaching people how to live a less toxic lifestyle. Because like I said, with the, if you're looking at the germ theory or the terrain theory or whatever theory you want to look at, as far as staying well, they all come back to your diet and your environment. What are you putting on your body? What are you surrounding yourself with? So I go over lifestyle eating, which I'm not a fan of a diet. I know you're not either. I teach people how to eat a good diet. And we go through a home detox as far as like switching over things like plastic. We go through personal care products, the dirty dozen, like, you know, the things to look for in the ingredients. And we go through exercise and movement and stress management. And we do, I teach people medicine cabinet swaps. So like how to take care of regular ailments like streps or throat earaches, those things without antibiotics because that's killing your microbiome and killing your gut for six months to a year or even longer. And so going through that is setting you up to not have to deal with hopefully all those genetics that your family dealt with their whole life. And parasites harbor a lot of those toxins that we expose ourselves to. So I feel like a lot of people say they do detox, but they're actually doing like a cleanse. And there's a difference doing a cleanse, like a three-day cleanse where you're drinking juices or eating. Yeah, juicing for three days. And yeah. Then that's, it, and and I say, talk about this too. You're just literally relieving the burden temporarily yes. on your liver yes. and your detox organs, but you're not detoxing. You're, you're not you're giving your, your body the ingredients it needs to pull the toxins out and remove them. And then toxins are smart too. They know where to hide. Oh yeah. And I think that's, like I said, you're giving your gut a rest. You're giving your liver a rest. You're bringing some of that inflammation down and you may be, you know, temporarily limiting your exposure to toxins during that cleanse, but that's not a detox. People say, oh, you have a liver and you have kidneys. You don't need to detox. Well, our bodies were not made to be exposed to all the things that we expose ourselves to. Now we are bombarded from the minute, even when we're sleeping, we are bombarded with so many toxins that there's just no way that our body can handle the load without some help. So I always tell people we stay on a binder all the time, everybody in my house, just as part of our maintenance program, because we're exposed to things every day. So we take a binder every single day. Which one is that? Bind from Systemic Formulas is really good. I use Biotoxin Binder or Virad Chem a lot with my little ones. It's really powdery. You can, I open it, put it in their juice or their milk and they just drink it. it has humic and fulvic acid in it. And I know I think Bind does too. We rotate through them because I feel like they all do different things. So we stay on a binder, but there's not a specific one. We do biotoxin, we do virad chem, we do bind from systemics, HMET. I put my son on HMET through football season because they spray these football fields with Roundup and he's out there rolling around in it. And that contributes to- A neurosin um, for brain support when he's getting whacked. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. And- um, you know, that glyphosate contributes to, um, that's why a lot of kids are blowing out their knees is all the roundup and glyphosate that spray the glyphosate replaces glycine on the collagen and weakens that collagen. And then kids are blowing their knees out and that's what they're eating too. I mean, they're spraying roundup on every kind of wheat that we're consuming. So glyphosate's a huge issue. So 
But during football season, when I know he's out there rolling around in it every single day, I switch him to the HMET binder. It's a little bit stronger and it works really good for that particular one. So we're very proactive at trying to keep our toxin load down with, you know, environmental toxins and parasites because those toxins can hide inside parasites as well. So it goes hand in hand. Yeah. I love the fact that you incorporate a rotation of supplements with binders and you can do that with all of your supplements. Yes. We, we get in such a groove and we swear by things and, and yeah, they can work. But if you're taking something to just mitigate a symptom, is that really, like for example, the inflammation, people take turmeric and they take turmeric for days and days and days and hordes of it. Yeah, why that's do you need great turmeric? anti-inflammatory, but are you actually getting to the cause? Yeah. Why do you need it? All right. Any closing remarks about parasites, LaCrista? I just think just recognizing that they're an issue and that they can hide anywhere. One crazy story I had, um, she was actually my cousin. She came in, she had a huge lymph node behind her left ear and no one really knew what it was. And I, I do muscle testing for my in-person clients. And I said, showing up for parasites, you know, and at the time I didn't have a real advanced test kit. My test kit now is broken down into different types of parasites. I put her on a parasite protocol and I just used a homeopathic with her because it was in her lymph system and, and that's what she tested for. So um, muscle testing, I can see specifically, you know, what supplements work for them. And within like two to three weeks, her lymph node was down to a normal size. And she was like, so I had parasites in my lymph node. And I was like, yes, you know, that just goes to show they can be anywhere. And it's just more of, if you can't do muscle testing or, and you can't see the labs, it's really just a guessing game, but I do like the labs because it shows eosinophils show that your body's actively fighting those. And so that, you know, that they're in there, you don't know where, but you know, they're in there somewhere and that they need to be addressed. And so I think that's really key. Some form of testing. I always say test, don't guess whether it's labs, whether it's muscle testing, whatever, make sure you're testing to find out what needs to be addressed. Eosinophil marker and the basophil marker. Check it out in your labs. It's with that CBC. Eosinophil is greater than 3% and basophil is greater than 1%. Parasites are playing a big factor in your health if that is the case. Otherwise, they're in your body anyways. Be proactive. Go join LaCrista and her full moon challenges as she continues to do them and be sure to check her out on her Instagram. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast as much as I have. In fact, this podcast has become one of my favorite things to do in my business. Why? Because I learn as much as you do. If you've learned anything or felt empowered and had answers come from any episode of this podcast, please share it with a friend. And if you go into whatever listening app you listen to, give it a review that helps other people find it. I would like to thank you for that review. Go over to drkylieburton.com backslash crack your thyroid code and get my free 16 minute thyroid workshop on me. Thank you for leaving a review. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for sharing it with a friend. I'll see you on the next one.